Hello, welcome to the VBCRA podcast, a Building Code Geeks podcast. I'm your host, Miss Christina Jackson, and with me today is Miss Lisa Berger with ICC Governmental Relations. And how are you doing, Lisa? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here in person with you. Good, good, good. So, Lisa, tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get involved with ICC? Sure. Um, I'm born and raised in Buffalo, New York, and I came to Washington, D.C. in 2007 for school and attended American University, which is the most politically active school in the country. Oh, really? So my degree is in uh, American government, uh, and I have a minor in American studies. Mm -hmm. So upon graduation, I intended to uh, work for the government or uh, in politics, um, but I graduated with a mountain of debt and could not afford that. So the first job that I got out of college was uh, for a government subcontractor, which was an MEP engineering firm. Mm. And I was a project coordinator. So I was uh, doing everything from uh, putting together their operations and inspection manuals and printing drawings to doing their uh, review sets. Um, and part of that was maintaining the building code and standards library. Really? So I was a customer mm -hmm. of ICC. Um, and then from there, I worked in commercial real estate at Tishman Spire before I had an opportunity to give a speech in front of Congress um, about my student debt. And uh, I was working for the design and construction team, so still helping run permits um, and doing building walkthroughs and commercial construction. Um, but the uh, construction project manager that I worked for saw my speech and encouraged me to use my degree. So I uh, went to work for a lobbying firm. However, working for ICC has given me the opportunity to blend both that policy experience and that real life experience um, and that's that's how I ended up here. And do you like working for ICC? I love it. And what, what do you love about it? I love uh, the mission mm -hmm. that of, of building safety and um, that it's membership-based and I'm surrounded by people who are often unsung heroes in their communities. Mm. Uh, I love the ability to advocate for you all in what you do. Um, and as a government nerd, uh, <laughs> the code development process is a little de democratic um, process that is fascinating to see the proposals come in, have the public comments come through, and uh, it is really uh, government theory in practice in the purest form, and it is the way you want government to work, so it is fascinating, and I love it. That's great. So would, 
do you say that being in government relations allows for you to be able to um, help governmental agencies such as those are, that are in Virginia and West Virginia and the other jurisdictions, jurisdictions that you serve be able to navigate the code process or navigate getting the resources that they need for their jurisdictions? Absolutely. Um, we get to connect with you all as municipal employees. Um, we are taking federal resources and bringing them down through the state and local level. Um, but as you said, it's also uh, building those relationships with you all to get involved in the co-development process. And uh, with a government consensus process, uh, having all of those voices makes a better product that uh, you can be really proud of as an organization. So to expand on that product, you're talking about the code itself. The codes, the standards, um, the training, the processes in which you all are certified and tested, uh, every voice matters. How do you see technology evolving this process or even what it is that you see jurisdictions doing? Even in the short few years since I've joined ICC, the technology has grown leaps and bounds. Um, when I was purchasing code books as a uh, project coordinator, it was hard to navigate the PDFs. Um, and even now they, with ICC's introduction of a Revit add-in, there were always young designers that um, struggled with the code because a lot of designers don't necessarily train right. to the code. Right. As someone who teaches the code at a community college and um, most of my students are in the civil engineering program and they're like, no one has, no one ever told me that I was going to have to know the code aspect when creating drawings or, you know, plans of, you know, of the like what you're talking about with the rabbit. So to have that technology where, even an, over a decade ago, people are like, why don't we have this? We have it now. Mm. Um, digital codes premium has come leaps and bounds. You have study tips at your, your fingertips. Um, we're introducing more uh, integration in between products um, and standards. And it allows for a, a faster design process and review process for you all to uh, get things back for the actual buildings to um, be built. Um, I think also the way the codes are developed with uh, CDP Access, which is our, our code development process software, uh, allows for moving away from that many paper-based reviews mm -hmm. uh, to have the ability for more people to participate in the process. So it's like a one-stop shop, whereas before it was sort of um, different layers before someone could actually get feedback whether or not their code was, you know, a good code change, you know, get support from people in the industry or in jurisdictions to say, this is a great code change and this is something that we should be moving forward. Right, and it allows that transparency between the people who are reviewing it and the people who are voting on it. Mm -hmm. And so what would you say about Virginia's role in the code change process and their code development process that they've developed for their own uh, codes and standards to the Uniform Statewide Building Code? 
I will say that uh, having this position as Virginia staff liaison at ICC has actually made me um, have more pride in being a uh, Virginia resident because of I have more faith in our state agencies as a consumer and um, the buildings that I'm walking into because you all have found a way to um, take what's been brought to the national level and, and bring it into the, the state and local level in a way that allows you to tailor the code to best fit um, our, our climate, our buildings, our industry. Right, right. Um, so to have that, and, and we develop a model code, and models are, are meant to be just that. So Virginia has done an amazing job in making it the Virginia Uniform Statewide Building Code. Right, actually putting it, actually seeing the process all the way through sometimes is rewarding. You know, it's one thing to see it when it's developed on a national level, ICC at the code hearings and stuff like that. But then it's another to see a state like Virginia take that model code and actually implement it into their codes to what they enforce every day throughout all jurisdictions, counties, localities, cities throughout the city. I mean, throughout the state of Virginia. So I just think that's just awesome. And the implementation is, is what you hit on, but Virginia's training system um, and education with the Virginia Code Academy that DHCD runs and uh, training the trainer, you all um, look forward to those interactions and training. Nobody's griping about needing one more unit. You all right. are happy to be there and, and learn the new material. It's uplifting. Right. Very thorough. So what would you say um, to anyone that was looking into getting it, either working at ICC or becoming a code official or permit tech? What would be your advice? Where would you tell them to even start? I would say come on and join your local chapter and talk to your practitioners. Uh, join your local chapters. So we are here with um, Christina Jackson, who is a part of three chapters. So Wicked of Virginia, VBCOA, and Wicked National. Permit uh, Tech Nation 4, excuse me. Um, and at the national level, start signing up for committees, uh, apply for scholarships to attend our conference. Make sure that when you sign up for your ICC membership, when you're taking your accreditation exams, uh, that you take advantage of all the resources that come out for us. If you want to give me a call, I'm out there to be your resource too. Well, thank you, Lisa. Tell everyone how they can get in contact with you. You can get in contact with me by email at lberger, B-E-R-G-E-R, -E -E at I-C-C-Safe, S-S-S-A-F-E, dot org. Um, or if you want broader government relations help, I'm also on the receiving end of advocacy at I-C-C-Safe.org. Well, thank you, Lisa. I appreciate it. For one government geek to one code geek. I really appreciate you taking the time to 
have our listeners listen to the bigger scope and how it also relates to jurisdictional relations in Virginia. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is Christina Jackson, the VBCOA Education Chair and your host for the VBCOA Podcast, a Cold Geeks Podcast.